0: on this episode of Why Watch That.
1: I wouldn't have that kind of vision board. I wouldn't have a vision board, but I wouldn't have that one if I had to have one. The producer's like, oh, come on, Critic. stop with the vision board. <laughs> Who's
0: coming for the vision board?
1: <laughs> I know you got vision boards and all kinds of stuff. All over in the bathroom and the kitchen. Yes. Can someone do a story? On the south side of Chicago, that doesn't end with deaths and crime and everything else.
0: Could we deal with the other people who live there? We should reach out. I know some people from Chicago.
1: You know, I wanted this to be good so I could say something 100% positive for AMC, because I am not coming for that network, but they seem to be coming for me. Clark Peters and Bill Nye. I mean, okay. Now, I always have to say this. No, see, I knew it. No. <laughs> what is this woman doing, doing what she's doing? Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic
0: and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover the best movies and
1: TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic.
0: Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work, so you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why, Why Watch That. that. so critic are you gonna buy me a coffee maybe the why watch that talk hey so we are back with part two of self-by-self west coverage and the critic is here giving us his take on some tv shows that have premiered at the festival critic
1: Mm. watching tv at a film festival how dare
0: i I know, <laughs> but that's perfect for for us because we cover both, TV yeah. <laughs> and film. Right, right. Really? So, um, yeah. Yeah. all right. So, let's get right into this. The first is "Swimming with Sharks," directed by Tucker Gates, starring Karen and Shipka, Diane Kruger, Donald Sutherland, and a bunch of other people. It is a drama. And uh, they premiered some episodes at South by Southwest. Critic, let us know what you think.
1: Well, (laughs) now, this is going to be on the Roku channel this April. So all of our shows that we're about to talk about premiering at South by Southwest, but you will be able to watch them sometime in April. We don't know when in April, producer, but at some point in April, the Roku channel. Now, I ain't got no Roku, so I don't have Roku channel. So the question is, would I get a Roku to watch this? You do. You have a
0: Roku, don't you? I do have Roku. Mm,
1: Old school. school. Oh, you call that old school now? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, here's what's happening. Kiernan, and you know Kiernan, right, producer?
0: I do. From Mad
1: Men. Oh, my. We're going to give you a gold (laughs) star today. Look at that. Adding adding value. (laughs) 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 So, Kiernan comes on in. She plays Lou Sims. And Lou is on her way to Hollywood. And she has her sights set on this CEO of a production company. Okay. It's called Fountain Pictures. Now, you got to start at the bottom and work your way up. She starts as an intern for this woman who's played by Diane Kruger. Her name is Joyce Holt. Now, imagine Miranda Priestly from The Devil Wears Prada in a drama. Mm. Okay. You know, she walks in. She don't talk to them underling interns. She has two assistants outside of her office who communicate with her. Now, these two assistants, we see them introduce this new group of interns to how it works. And of course, Lou is late. But is she late? What's that about? If they tell you, hey, we start at 9 a.m., when should you get there? So you're not late. That kind of thing. Just being unnecessarily difficult. Because in Hollywood, it's all about who you know. And the proximity principle is in effect. Now, Lou, of course, has a backstory. Where is she coming from? Where was she before she moved to Hollywood? She's living with a grandmother. In what state of mind is her grandmother? What does she have in her room where they live? What kind of vision board is that? I'm not going to tell you. I wouldn't have that kind of vision board. I wouldn't have a vision board. But I wouldn't have that one if I had to have one. The producer's like, oh, come on, critic. Stop with the vision board. Who's coming for the vision board? <laughs> I know you got vision boards and all kinds of stuff. All over in the bathroom and the kitchen. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll, well, you like Lou, but i tell you this. If those vision boards were like Lou's, we would not be friends. I, w- I would be far away from you. Okay, that's as much as I'll say. And who's on this vision board? Because Lou knows everything about Joyce. Joyce will fire you, by the way, if you do her t wrong. Okay. okay, if if there's some lotion that she always wanted, but they discontinue it, that's not an excuse. Get the lotion.
0: Devil wears Prada. Yes.
1: Now, there is also a vice president at this company, at Fountain Pictures, who meets Lou. What's going on between the two of them? You know, they're friendly. He, you know, smiles at her. Is she interested in this man? Is he interested in her? And what's her interest if she is interested? What does that mean? For what purpose? Now, of course, she starts to climb the ladder little by little. To what end? And when it comes to Joyce, Joyce is in a little bit of a pickle. Because the owner of Fountain Pictures is played by Donald Sutherland. And, you know, he's laid out in the bed, you know, about to die. But he's a nasty old man. In many different ways. So she's waiting for him to go, you know, goodbye. So she can take over and do what she wants to do with Fountain Pictures. Which is not in alignment with what he wants. Now, will she be able to get away with this? Will he just go away? Or will he figure this out before he dies? Now, note who's playing the character. Unless they're real brave, they're not just going to kill off Donald Sutherland. You know, hello. Now, his relationship with Joyce is very stereotypical what you hear in Hollywood for a horror story. That kind of thing. You go out there, this is what could happen to you. Now, on the other end, Joyce, I don't know who this man is. Her partner, I'll call him. He is in the industry as well. And they're trying to have a baby. Now, when you get to a certain age, that can be challenging. So what are they going through? And how does all of this fit is a question. Now, with that said, they premiered the first two episodes of this show. All of these shows we're going to talk about two episodes premiered at South by Southwest. I said Devil Wears Proud There it is. If it were a drama thriller-ish on TV, that's what you would have. It is not bad at all. I think for the Roku channel coming with this. Okay. All right. I see y'all, but they shouldn't try so hard when they were trying, when they were being risque, cause you know, you get some risque stuff, some sex stuff and all this other stuff. Cause there's also this, uh, writer played by Erica Alexander, um, living single in the Cosby show that Erica Alexander. And uh, Joyce is friends with her, but wants the book property to turn it into a film. That's a part of it. But she has, the writer has other interests. How does, you know, Little Lou figure into that? You know, that kind of, if we start getting risque. Everybody, you know, there's all kinds of sex flying. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I was like, y'all it a bit too hard. I'm not quite buying this. Now we know Kieran has all grown up, but we, I mean, we know her as bad men. Mid- It's just weird to me. I'm sorry, Karen. I know you all grown up. I know, I know. But anyway, it just seemed out of place. It seemed a bit desperate. I just didn't need it. I don't think they needed it in the story. The rest of the stuff was enough. Now, the second episode ends on a moment. And you go, how did that happen? Thriller. Remember, I said that as well. A little bit of thriller. And I do like that the episodes are about a half an hour or a little less each. That was nice. So if you have a Roku, you're interested in this, I would check it out. It's not quite if you think of a teen drama like uh, 13 Reasons Why or Euphoria. We're not quite there. It's a little more adult, meaning restrained, but they are trying to sniff that a bit. But again, the best thing I can say is Devil Wears Proud, though it's a drama thriller kind of thing. There you go. All right, that's a good comparison. Mm -hmm. What do you think? producer, would you turn on your Roku and check this out? I would. Why? I want to know why.
0: I like the Double West Prada. I like the Double <laughs> West product, And I want to support.
1: But it's not uh, a rom-com.
0: Right. I know it's not a rom-com. Okay. <laughs> but just like, the, I know it's a drama thriller, Uh, but just that piece would have me be like, oh, huh, interesting. And I want to support Roku's efforts to get more content on that channel because I was there from the beginning and it was you were. slim pickings. Yeah, so, yeah. yes. All right. Okay. Swimming with sharks. All right. So next on the list, we have 61st Street. Now, 61st Street was um, directed by Martha Cunningham. Um, and it is starring Courtney B. Vance, Anjanou Ellis, um, Martin O'Brien, Hulk McHanley, And it is a... Another horror
1: thriller. Kind of. It's not, you know, they they put horror in here. It's very strange. I wouldn't put that in here. Okay. It's a drama. All right. It's a crime drama. Got it. That's what I would call it. Okay. Now, we're in Chicago. Chi-town. Of course, there's the South Side. All right. So you can already imagine where we're going yeah as we can never have an inventive story when we're in chicago south side it always has to be the same thing like i like if you go to the south side of chicago you're definitely going to be involved i mean it's just like not necessarily could someone do a story on the south side of chicago that doesn't end with deaths and crime and everything else could we deal with the other people who live there
0: we should reach out i know some people from chicago
1: it's ridiculous and I mean literally the <laughs> south side it is every time it's like okay we know it's coming. <gasps> anyway so this is a lot going on it's a whole bunch it's all these interconnecting stories that kind of crime drama and it's where something happens by mistake but then you know who it happens to is the you know person it normally wouldn't happen to and then the cops come in and you know it's this big mess so here's the mess Courtney, brother Courtney, is playing Franklin Roberts. At the beginning, we see as a defense attorney. He's in court with a judge, and he feels the pain of his clients. He's an advocate. But is he too much of an advocate? You know, if you go after a judge, that might harm your client. Now, he's pleading his client's case, explaining the desperate circumstances this client was in, that led to this crime. Does the judge want to hear this? And what's the outcome of that in the end? Now, Courtney's uh, character, Franklin, his wife, is played by Anjanue, Martha. And Martha's supportive. And they have a son who has special needs. Now, for Martha, she is has a new idea. She's going to make a change by getting into politics. In Chicago. (laughs) This is not something she's done before. We see her give a, I guess, her first campaign speech. She's nervous, but she goes out there and she's like, look, y'all know me. And you know, I don't like nothing about no politicians. Is that kind of thing. And she has certain ideas on how to help her community. Now, someone is in attendance who doesn't seem to be supportive. Who is this person? Sitting in the back. Hmm. Now, we also have a burgeoning track star. He's gotten into college. He's about to go. His name is Moses Mojo Johnson. And that's played by Tosin Cole. Now, I'm sorry I have to do this, but I have to. Because I'm always honest. If someone's going to be a track star, we've got to believe it. I'm sorry, yeah. Tosin. I was looking at that's running running. I mean I'm not...
0: You're not buying him as a runner?
1: I don't think you got a scholarship to run track in college. You know, you could run around the playground, but (laughs) sorry, I wasn't buying that. But he has a supportive mother and a younger brother. This is a, a nice family living on the South Side. So the younger brother one day is walking back from like school or something. And who does he run into? Well, at the moment, there are two gang factions warring, right? And one of these gangs has a member who's in communication with a cop. Now, this cop, well, he is not quite satisfied with his lot in life when it comes to his profession. He was expecting to become a sergeant. Did it happen? And this informant tells him, now, now look, my gang is not being treated the same as the other by you cops. What's going on? We're the ones getting all the heat. The other gang gets to do whatever they want. What's up? So this cop gets it in his head to get to the bottom of this. How? And he does have a partner. And this partner... Well, he witnesses something, let's say that. He witnesses something that goes down between this cop and this future track star because his younger brother encounters one of the gangs. Imagine what could happen. And he shows up. What happens after that? I won't tell you. But there's some decisions that are made that I went, "Mm, that's not a good idea. I understand, but... No, no, no. <laughs> it's not going to work in your favor. Now, of course, you know, at some point, if we have Franklin played by Courtney, a defense attorney, he's going to be defending somebody. And you can imagine who. Because if you do something to the cops, they're covered. And they're going to do whatever they need to get you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you're in that situation your family can be you know under siege your friends and you might not survive you might not make it to a trial also just so i could say this cop who you know is dissatisfied he and his wife just welcomed their fifth child okay Goodness. like come on now on the south side well, he mean he's not living on the south side. You know that. You can police an area <laughs> where you don't live. Well, I mean, wh- wh- what kind of thinking are you going through, producer? We don't do logical stuff I like that. I, I in think this I'm country. just shocked
0: by the five kids. That's what I think I'm
1: just. Yes.
0: Overwhelmed
1: yeah. 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 But yeah, this is fifth child, and he was expecting to be a sergeant. Mm-hmm. All right. So with all of that said, um, it's a very familiar sort of thing here. Now, it comes to us from Peter Moffat, who just did your honor on Showtime with Brian Cranston. Almost the same. Crime, drama, all these different factions. Not exactly the same, but it's like, uh, haven't I seen this before? And your honor started off well and then to me fizzled out. It, it just became a waste of my time. A 61st Street doesn't start as well as your honor But into the second episode, I was like, okay, I would give them another to see if they could build this. If they could build it. It's nothing special. I was like, all right. I mean, you do have Courtney. You have Anjanu, who I always, always enjoy watching them. I want more of them, though. I don't think there's enough. Based on the first two episodes, not nearly enough of them. Um, Also, when it comes to Peter he created the British show that was the basis for The Night Of that limited series on HBO years ago The Ref and I loved like that is the gold standard for the genre now he was not involved in The Night Of they based it on his work Clue Hmm. so this is nowhere near The Night Of yet nowhere near now there are certain things that happened and I hinted at it where I was going okay this is just stupid and it's not necessary. Like, if people are going to do dumb stuff, we need it to be necessary. No. Okay, Moses has a friend. He does something. I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, it, and he's supposed to know, you know, how to deal with the cops. The younger brother does some stuff. I'm like, what? like, this is just adding... You know, complication, just for complication's sake. It's just stupid stuff. What if these characters did smart stuff and then that led to a complication? Harder to write, better to watch. I don't know. So what really the main problem is in the first episode, and then I'll move on, is leading up to this inciting event. It wasn't enough development, so it seemed overheated. I was like, whoa, we're going too far, too fast. I'm not ready yet. Then in episode two, they kind of fill it out. So I was like, okay, you know, fine. So, more as You more Courtney is what I would say. Watch your writing, make it compelling because this ain't nothing new. I mean, how many times are we going to see this? Now, this is another show coming to AMC. I keep, you know, I wanted this to be good so I could say something 100% positive for AMC because I am not coming for that network, but they seem to be coming for me. I will wait for episode three. I watch it and then that will make my decision. But if you like those kinds of things, I just talked about those shows minus the night of it ain't there. But if you like your honor, um, even the shy on Showtime, another one there. Okay. Anyway, then 61st street, you could just watch that. It's like one long movie.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now
1: what about you? Producer 61st street.
0: Who are you no. shaking your head no I, I can't I can't do another prom drama I just can't do another prom drama <laughs> some of them are good though
1: like you haven't seen the night of everyone must watch the night of Yes. like it's stuff like that and there's some British ones like we've talked about before the fall and happy yes. Valley which will be coming back to oh, the no. final season soon
0: all i enjoyed that
1: yeah so like there's some really like when they're really good and that's what you're getting at when they're really good that's why you watch but if they're not really good we've seen it Mm -hmm. or do a completely different show on the south side come on y'all like lord
0: all right all right amc we keep trying we'll continue to try all right. So, <laughs> the last on our list for today. The, um, the man who fell to earth coming to us from Showtime with um, by Alex Kurtzman and it has a cast which includes um Chiwetel Ejiofor, Natalie Naomi Harris, uh, Jimmy Simpson, Rob Delaney, and some other stuff, some other people, some other folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a, what is this? This is a drama sci-fi. So, yes, critic, tell me about this one. Tell us oh. about this, even though I'm interested already.
1: I know you are. <laughs> now, also, just to point out that some cast members, Clark Peters and Bill Nye, I mean, okay. Now, is I always have to say serious? this. See, I do it. No. <laughs> but, no. No not N-Y-E N-I-G-H-Y Bill Nye British actor great at the beginning of um, what, Love Actually mm. that's Bill Nye singing
0: yes okay yes alright All so right. not the science guy <laughs> still getting booked random but but he's still getting booked
1: okay the science guy oh, yeah wow. okay can we we're, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on from that Now, uh, I neglected to say 61st Street premieres on AMC on April 10th. And The Man Who Fell to Earth premieres on Showtime April 24th with its first two episodes, which, again, I have seen. Now, this is based on a movie. And this is a movie that has a cult following. You know, people are very protective of it. And it starred David Bowie in his first film role. Um, I don't remember that movie. So there you go. And I'm not paying to watch it. So there you go with that. Now, what about this show? Now, what we have is this. Chihuahua plays the titular character. The man. Is he a man who fell to earth? He's an alien. Mm -hmm. And at the opening of this show, he's like speaking to a theater full of people. It's kind of like if you're at an Apple event or anything like that, a tech event. And the CEO is up there. It's that kind of thing. how he get to that position? And he decides to say to them, look, I'm going to tell you my story. And then we start seeing his story when he fell to earth. Why? Now he's coming to earth on a mission. On his planet, his species, they're in danger. They are being eradicated by what? I won't tell you. And this has a parallel with what's going on on Earth. He has a warning for Earth. What's coming is not good, but there's a way to stop it. And there's someone in particular that he needs to get to in order to help his species and ours. Now, this person is played by Naomi Harris, of course. And her name is Justin Falls. I like Justin as a a name, Hmm, for a woman i I liked it yeah
0: that's kind of fun
1: so okay now Chua tool's um eventual human name will be faraday very interesting faraday cage okay Mm -hmm. so at this moment he ain't got no name that's human and when he falls to earth it's kind of like in terminator when they come and they don't have any clothes on and all this stuff but He doesn't quite know where he is. We see him morph kind of into human form. How is he able to do that? He also has other ways of manipulating matter. I won't tell you that. It was like, oh, like if he needs some money, what could he do? Does he even know what the point of money is? So, of course, you know, he's found by people. The cops find him and that whole kind of thing. And Martha Plimpton plays an officer who's questioning him. He doesn't know English. How does he learn it? Like, they they aren't stupid with this. He doesn't just come in and start speaking English. So, you know, at first, they'll say something to him. He'll say it back. So how are people taking it? And, you know, he's kind of like telling them, you know, I'm not from here. And she's saying to him, "Uh, you may not want to say that. Okay, because then you might need to go into custody. But he does have a name, and that name is Justin's. So Justin is called into the precinct and does Justin know this man? No. So how does this work? Does Justin want any part of this man? Now, Justin has her own issues. We see her go to a dealer, a drug dealer. Why? And she's working like cleaning like in, on the outside, like dirt and all this other kinds of stuff. Hard work. Because she has to take care of her father, who, like, has some sort of dementia, and her daughter. Now, with that, you go, okay, some burdens are on Justin's shoulders. But in the past, Justin went to MIT and had, like, I don't know if it's a graduate thesis or doctoral thesis, in, like, nuclear fusion. What is this woman doing, doing what she's doing? Mm. Now, her father is also a brilliant mind or a beautiful mind. If We go to that movie. Mm -hmm. But again, he is, you know, he needs some attention and she has to pay for his care, like all of this stuff. It's very challenging. But why can't she just make a bunch of money as a nuclear physicist? What happened? But because of that, because of what she did, she was on the right track. And the alien is like, you, this is what we need to do. Can she buy it? And is there a way for the alien to make her buy it? Because he has to go to certain places on Earth to have these rendezvous. And one particular rendezvous is with Bill Nye, not the science guy's character. And his name is Thomas Jerome Newton. Because this alien, he just has these names. And he says this to her. She looks, Googles the man is like, You know him? (laughs) Like he's like a big deal. He started this company. Why does this alien know him? And when they rendezvous, what's going to happen? And when and where is this rendezvous? It's in a particular meteorological event. I'll put it that way. And this makes Justin go, wait, what is going on here? What is happening now? And another branch of this story is the CIA. There is a CIA agent played by Jimmy Simpson, Spencer Clay. And he has someone who, you know, he has a great friendship with. This person is like, his mentor. She calls him into a dinner and, you know, in this dinner, he has particular ways to give him food when you're in a restaurant. But she has some information for him. She wants him to go visit a certain person who knows about an event that occurred that was on their radar. What event? Well, and why is this event so important? This is not the first time it's happened. It's the second. They don't really know why. All the people who worked on the first event, which was like 50 years ago, they're all gone except for one. So Agent Clay has to go visit this man. What does he find when he gets there? it's all very strange. All right. So with that said, really, it's all about what the next step is and what's our mutual survival. And it is tied into, I said, meteorological event Mm -hmm. clue. Now, with that said, there's an intensity to this when there are big ideas or threats. Like this show moves when it has that. When it's a grand scientific idea or a threat, it's like, oh, let's buckle in. And you know, we're like out in the desert and all that kind of stuff. The other moments are fine, but not as compelling, but how could they be, right? I'm not going to knock them too much for that. But there is humor outside of that or those other events will add texture, which you expect. And what that might do is if, you're not a sci-fi fan; those things might keep you engaged. So it depends. Now, I said there's some weirdness. I like the weirdness. Like, I mean, Chua doing full-on weird with Alien
0: at certain points.
1: Mm-hmm. Get no, ready. What,
0: let's say weird. Like, what's your definition of weird? Uh,
1: imagine if you had to play an alien, right? Who is Transitioning into human and doesn't know all the human customs, even know how to speak. Mm. Like, how would you depict that transition?
0: Got it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, they, there's a moment when he's with Justin in a diner and he does everything wrong, and she has to explain his behavior. She says something and people go, "Oh, and I won't say what that is, but it's it's like, yeah. I mean, he's off." Mm-hmm. So, you know, I enjoyed that. But I'm just telling y'all now. The special effects, I thought they actually worked. When I watched the trailer of this, I was kind of concerned. Kind of. I was like, hmm. But watching the show, I think they they did a pretty good job. Now, we have Chew it Naomi. I love watching them. Love watching them. Um. In addition, I mean, Martha Plimpton just popping up. That was great. Bill Nye, of course, Clark Peters. I mean, this is like wonderful casting. So it's not the Terminator. It's not quite on that uh, part of the spectrum, but it's not if we go to the other part, like Resident Alien either. Not quite. It, It was somewhere in the middle. You get sniffs and smells of all of that. And the other thing I would point out is The Day the Earth Stood Still. So it has some echoes of that. Mm-hmm. So my question for them is, I think they have a wonderful beginning here. I definitely want to keep watching. My only question is, and when it comes to Alex Kurtman, this is always the question for his stuff, will they have enough ideas to keep going? And how long can they keep it going? So far, so good. What do you think, producer? You still interested?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> anytime aliens are involved <laughs> in this <laughs> on <context>, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> totally down. Cool. This, and this is interesting, too. Like, I think this works on Showtime. This is actually going to be coming to Showtime. Um, yeah, this yeah. seems like a really good um, Showtime show, so to say. Right.
1: Yeah. And, you know, because now uh, the big question with Paramount is, do we put it on Showtime? Do we put it on Paramount Plus? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Halo's going to Paramount Plus, but I think it was going to Showtime. This, I think, started at Paramount Plus, but then they put it on show- So they're trying to figure out, where to piece everything, but just know it's the same parent company, Viacom CBS. Yeah. So the CBS Networks, Showtime, Paramount Plus. So, you know, they are working through all of that content. Um, I don't care where it is, I got all that stuff. But I, I will just I will just watch it. And um mentioning Halo, the next time we talk about South by Southwest, the final part, producer. I think I'll be reviewing that all right so halo will be coming um and some other stuff maybe one or two other things and then we'll be done with this wonderful
0: festival all right guys so listen south by southwest is still going on for another couple of days i think it ends um the 20th of March, the 20th of March. So this is part two. Um, if you're trying to figure out um, what do I watch as we go into the weekend? Got some TV ideas right here on this episode. We just gave you three. My 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 ticket would totally go to uh, The Man Who Fell to the Earth. Yes. But I'm curious to know where anybody else's ticket would go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time.